I already hate Cos today. I already what? Uh, yeah. Go back. I, I don't. I don't. Um, from from waking up to a text from Gaz, gonna need you to drive me home later. And to me going, uh, what you meant to say was, hey Jeff, if you're available, would you please drive me home? And then he tried <laughs> to turn it into a corporate thing. I'm like, no, no, it's just manners, just manners there. <laughs> um, and that, and then and then in, you know trying to get me to go use the restroom at the same time you did. I, you, yeah, you're on one today. You're you're on one today. How you? Wait, I'm oh, okay. Hung over? No, no, no. Although still I was, drunk. I was at the Salve High School 08 reunion yesterday, so if I smell like. Vodka and soda and chicken tenders, that's why. It's the 08 theme, so apologies if you want to sniff me today at what, what Rivers we, Casino what Resort, was, yeah. What was, the, um, what was the theme that led you guys to vodka, soda, and chicken tenders? I think they wanted to like relive things they did in high school, so that's what did happened. Did one of your salve friends stop a bloody nose with a frozen chicken No, nugget? no, 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 no. Those people are at Binghamton. I'm not. Oh, oh. Just, just animals. The animals from Binghamton, yes. It's been a weird week for us because you and I were bumped on Monday and Tuesday for the Maui Invitational. Correct. We came back Wednesday. Correct. We got a little bit of us on Thursday during Thanksgiving recall. before Cowboys Commanders. I don't recall uh, that. Oklahoma and TCU decided oh, to put Oklahoma. up 115 plus points basically in the Friday game, so we were barely on Friday, and now here we sit reunited, and it feels so good. I smell like a tender. Oh, a, a, a vodka soaked tender. Mm-hmm. I, and by the way, I saw you try to do math earlier today. I don't know that Salve High deserves <laughs> a reunion. <laughs> I guarantee it's not the right year. After seeing you try to do math, I guarantee, like, oh, it's our it's our 15 year uh, anniversary. Now we've been out of school for 12 years. That's all right. It's the same. <laughs> um, so we uh, we're gonna have your picks for you. We're gonna do all the stuff. We'll, we'll break down the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. But uh, but first, uh, interesting day in the world of college foosball yesterday, Bobby Boucher, as the game goes to. The victors. Hail to the victors, Michigan, the leaders and best. Ah, uh, the Wolverines. Ah, uh, all you all you Ohio State fans. It was funny. Uh, I heard chirp, 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 noise, 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 noise. Poop, 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 poop. And then all of a sudden, that game goes final, and it's echoes. I don't hear any anymore. Hmm. I, AJ Pankowski finally reached out congratulated me. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, he congratulated. Um, but he said he was so sad when he did it, I don't even want to pick on him. Like CBS the Sixes, AJ Pankowski. He was, he was so sad. It was like, ah, oh, geez, you're taking the joy right out of this. Has our sales manager Chris reached out yet? Uh, no, I haven't heard from him. You he uh, he owes me some drink, right? He owes yeah. me uh, Bloody Marys. Okay, yeah, yeah, he owes me a Bloody Mary. Um, yeah, no, I haven't heard from him. Um, haven't heard from a lot of the Ohio State fans. Hmm. Uh, Coach Hal, very, very quiet. All of a sudden, our guy Trout. Have we heard from him? I haven't heard from Trout, Trout in a while. Okay, I'm almost positive he's been abducted. Um, I don't know if it's aliens or what. I thought they would bring him back by now. Uh, no, it's just a lot, of, a lot of Ohio State fans with nothing to say all of a sudden. What a massive win for your Wolverines. And if you're like Levesque, if you're a fan on that national scale for the Wolverine program, that game, and I know you've watched a lot of Michigan-Ohio State games, that is one of the best Michigan-Ohio State games in a long time. I think about the 06 game, which is one of the most memorable games in that rivalry. And if you remember the 06 game I'm talking about, when it's Mike Hart and Chad Henney, and I believe it's Troy Smith, one versus two in the country. And this was back before the playoffs, so the loser of that game was out. The winner would go on and play for the national championship, and I believe Ohio State lost to Florida in 07 of that year, the Tim Tebow team. That felt like that game because the 06 game was so back and forth. And there was a personal foul on the sidelines that cost Michigan, I believe, in that. It did. It cost Michigan in that game, and it was a controversial flag. But every possession, it felt like the teams were so evenly matched. In this game yesterday, 
back and forth special teams, a trick play by Michigan, right? The halfback pass, the momentum of the game when the, the senior offensive lineman gets carted out and does the thumbs up, and the next play, Corum runs in a touchdown. Ohio State has a chance at the end nah, with, with the All-American wide receiver that can't make I wouldn't it, say they had a chance. I think, I think it was kind of over. Even though Michigan's now won three in a row in the rivalry, that felt like the best game in a long time that your Wolverines have won. That's a great college football game. Arguably the game of the year we watched, and it lived up to the hype. Well, it was, you know, there was, it was definitely stacked against Michigan with the exception of being, you know, at, at, at the big house. Um, you had, you know, no Jim Harbaugh. He was, he was uh, banned from the facility. For, for these erroneous charges. Um, and then the, um, the Ohio State sideline side um, reports where it was extremely slick and slippery because of all the Ryan Day tears. Um, they were just nonstop. <laughs> you saw him crying to the officials every five seconds. Um, it was, it was kind of sad for him. I felt, bad. I felt bad for him and his lack of manhood and uh, the fact that he's probably going to be fired. Even though he's beat everybody not named Michigan, uh, I love it. I love the uh, Michigan posts were on point, my favorite. Uh, you know how like uh, Ohio State won't use M's when they talk about yeah. anything football. Um, Michigan wrote to them, uh, "We'll keep the M. You hold on to that L." That's so, really good. That's so it's, good. yeah, this is what it is. And again, no Michigan. They didn't play anybody. They don't deserve to be high ranked. You stole the signs. You did this. None of it really mattered. None of it mattered because what they did. Is this what happens when men play boys? Okay, Marvin Harrison can't be a man for all of you, Ohio State. So that's that's what it is, man. I'm just telling. You. And by the way, that game could have been over even earlier. Uh, was it more? He he gets the interception. That's great. But if, earlier, if he had covered that that fumble instead of going, oh my god, he didn't catch the ball. He you know he 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 saved himself. He made yeah. he, he 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 vindicated himself. But at the same time, that game could have been over even earlier. It, it definitely felt like. That fourth quarter was just all Michigan. Even though Ohio State did move the ball and, and did look like they had a chance, um, that just it, it, it was it was Michigan's. It was they had it. They were they were the the bigger tougher team. Zach Zinter, as you mentioned, he goes down. He's got a broken tibia and fibia, uh, so he will not be available. The guard, the senior guard, he's the leader of that team. He will not be available for the uh, the championship game, which you won't need him against Iowa. Uh, the playoff game or the championship game when they win the national championship. He won't be there, but he'll be there in spirit. And everybody will be holding up six fives for him. Michigan, of the teams that played this past weekend, and we can cover a few of these other teams, looked at the best of any team in the country this past weekend. The teams that we consider being college football playoff contenders. I do want to get to Ryan Day in a second, the, the comment you mentioned there about the Ohio State coach. But I think we should mention this because we are live at Rivers Casino Resort. We're getting you ready for NFL Sunday action. We are a pregame show today, getting you ready for action. There is a storyline of the pregame shows across the country because our friends at the Big Fox, Big Noon Kickoff, I would say was maybe the best Big Noon Kickoff in the history of that show. With Urban Meyer was there. Jeter, Urban Meyer, Charles Woodson. Uh, they were closer to the actual big house. Uh, Barstool did their thing. Of course, Dave Portnoy, their leader, a big Michigan fan. And the four-letter network, College Game Day, having to broadcast from a high school, uh, muting their crowd noise because of how nasty the crowd was getting. And then, of course, Desmond Howard, the Heisman Trophy winner, going at the reporter, Pete Thamel, who... He did the joke of, I thought, what are we, week 13, week 14? How come Pete does all the reports with us? And now all of a sudden this week he's in the stadium. Put the big boy pants on. Desmond Howard calling yep. out Thamel for not owning it in front of the Michigan crowd. Interesting pregames and coverage for that. Uh, but Ryan Day, 
I don't think he should be fired, but uh, I hope Ohio no. State fan would disagree with me. I hope they keep him forever. Um, I love what he's done with the Ohio State program. Um, I love that he's made them extremely vulnerable to Michigan. Um, I love that he can beat everybody else. So that when Michigan beats him, it feels like a bigger win than it really is. I know that it won't. You know, there won't be the divisions anymore. So who knows when you'll play Ohio State? But you know, I hope they keep Ryan Day forever. His tears uh, will sustain many. Do you know who the favorite is to win it all now? I would guess still Georgia. You would be wrong, sir. That river says Michigan at plus 175, Georgia at plus 200. So Michigan is now the favorite to win the whole damn thing. Wow. That is that is fascinating to me. Uh, real quick on Ryan Day. He timed up the losses to Michigan perfectly. What I mean by that is he gets uh, a fortunate break that the college football playoff expands next year because Ohio State would have likely been in it this year. He can lean on that a little bit. But if this was the mid-'90s, the 2000s, Ryan Day probably had one more season left. And then if he lost to Michigan four times in a row, people would have been like, we need to play for national championships. We need to be in these big games. Why can't we beat our rival? As irrational and wild as that is, the Heat would have been turned up. But he gets out because of the playoff. That is the fact that Michigan is now the favorite to win the national championship. And you mentioned they get Iowa. Iowa should be 11-1. and They're 10-2. and Their offense is atrocious. But that punt return against Minnesota was one of the biggest robberies of the season. I wonder if Michigan is now the favorite because I just said moments ago they played the best everybody this weekend or that Georgia got tested. Like, Georgia Tech was in that game, and I kind of want to toss it back to Zach Harris' studio about Alabama-Auburn. Like, how much did that play a factor? Zach, you're an Alabama fan. You watched the Iron Bowl. Alabama's one miraculous throw away from not being in it. How did you feel celebrating that Crimson Tide victory? Let's just say my four-year-old wasn't appreciative of me jumping and screaming in the house because uh, I I relegated to my wife. She watched whatever she did, Gossip Girl, whatever the heck it was. So I watched the game on my phone. So I'm sitting there watching. Nobody's understanding what's going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's 40 seconds left. It looks like we're going to lose. Next thing you know, I jump up off the recliner. The phone falls to the floor. I'm screaming. My my four-year-old's going out around the house. You're scaring me. You're scaring me. I'm like, I'm scaring me. I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the Iron Bowl's on TV, and you have to give the television to, like, reruns of Gossip Girl? Yes, I relegated. I was being nice. <laughs> I was being a sweetheart. I was earning some brownie points that hopefully pays off later in the night. I don't know if, I don't know if, if this is why I'm single or... I, I'm, man, I worry. I worry about all. I worry about the future. I worry. Hey, I don't relegate that, very often. I happen to relegate. How many this TVs time. do you have in your house? Honestly, the reason that I didn't watch it on TV is because my other TV was still in the kitchen from when I was cooking Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I mean, to move this is like back. a good therapy session. That's so good. <laughs> that's on oh, me. I, I'll take I, the I, hour. I, I, I've got some big issues. He's got with, some follow-ups here. <laughs> so rather than move the TV, you, oh man, Zach, we got to we, we may have to have an intervention in your house. I'm lazy. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, we may have to have an intervention. Uh, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I got like five, six TVs in the house. I think five of them were on the game. I may have five of them on the game because just in case I walked into another room, I didn't want to lose it. And Are then you like inviting the kid me over. Inter- 
Well, I, well, that's what it I, sounds like. I know I can watch whatever I want when you're there. So, so yeah, <laughs> there fine. you go. All right, I'm coming over. <laughs> that's fine. I, I swear I did bring this up for a reason. Uh, the question, although Zach's answer was fine, and we learned a lot of things. Uh, do you feel like the performance by Bama in Georgia is the reason why Michigan's now the betting favorite? Or maybe that had no effect. They were always good. I think Michigan is the betting favorite for two reasons. One, they beat Ohio State. And Ohio State was allegedly the number two team in the country. And two, they are the biggest story in college football this year. Hands down. People who don't know anything about college football know that Michigan, air quote, cheated. Uh, they know that Michigan is, is is being tested. They know the Harbaugh story. He's allegedly so. That, so if you want to make this kind of move, the person who doesn't really watch college football is going to walk up to one of these machines, one of these kiosks. They're going to bet Michigan to win it all because they're going to see that line move. And they're and even though they don't pay attention to college football, they're like, oh, I know what's going on with Michigan. It's it's Michigan against everyone. It's this, that, and the other. That line move tells me that they're going to win it all now. So it's it's. I think it's partially because of what they showed you yesterday, and it's also because they're a team that people who don't know about college football are going to rally behind right now. Totally agree with all of that. And depending on the matchup, let's just play this game out loud. Okay, let's say Georgia's the number one seed. Let's say it goes Georgia... Michigan, I would say Washington and Florida State. That's a pretty good matchup for Michigan in game one. They match up all those teams. Florida State, Georgia, uh, Florida State, Georgia, and Washington are all great matchups for Michigan. Because the Michigan's- fav- the, here's, here's the betting lines right now. Okay, Michigan is the favorite to win it all at plus 175. Georgia second, plus 200. Oregon is third at plus 500. Bama. It's fourth at plus 750, then Texas, then Washington, Ohio State, Florida State. Florida State's still plus 2,200 at Bat Rivers. Plus 2,200? Ohio State has a better chance, of, odds-wise, of winning the national championship, according to Rivers, than, than, than Florida State. And Ohio State won't, probably won't even be in the Final Four. Okay, so that either means two things to me. That means they think Florida State could get beat by Louisville this week, and Louisville... Lost to Kentucky, and Florida State looked very. They looked awful in that first half. They, their quarterback mm-hmm. played such a drop off from Travis O. <clears throat> they either think that's going to happen, or if they do get to the college football playoff, they are going to get smoked. They're going to. It's going to look like the Oregon Florida State game in the Rose Bowl, which I believe was the first college football semifinal game where Jameis Winston was run for his life and well, twenty two to one for an undefeated team. I mean, gosh, I want to defend Florida State, but. Twenty-two to one. God, I might, I might wait. No, like I'm thinking about the value of the play, but they stink. Like they're not good. So why would I put my money on Oregon? Oregon third though. Yeah. So that that means to me that they think Oregon's going to beat Washington in the Pac-12 title game coming up this weekend. Yeah, I mean that's what it sounds like. But he, man, uh, why would <laughs> Michigan be two? If three beat two and Georgia struggled a little bit, shouldn't Michigan be one? I would say that Ge- without. By the way, Michigan yeah. won without their head coach. And had to slip through Ryan Day tears. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking about the quality of wins Georgia had. So Georgia beat uh, Old Miss, Tennessee. Those are two quick-ranked teams. Michigan beat Ohio State and Penn State. Georgia's going to get Bama this weekend. Michigan's going to get... I would say quality of opponents beaten that are ranked would likely favor Georgia over Michigan. That's why they get the one. I got Michigan plus eight hundred back in the day, by the way. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, so just you know, it's all about having faith in your, uh, uh, you know, in your in your team. Uh, so here, here's 
Man, I don't, I don't like that. I, don't, I think that Michigan should be number one. I really do. How much money did one. you put on Michigan to win it all since they were plus eight hundred? We, uh, we, we. I, I don't like saying it. How I much like faith it. did you actually have? Five Let's say like worth the, of faith. Uh, you didn't do a pink panty bet. Let's put it like that. Like I no. Like I mean, you need what? What? How much a pink panty bet? Usually two dollars yeah. somewhere in that range. <laughs> I did ten times your pink panties. Okay. All right. Okay. That's reasonable. I don't like to do. I don't like to. Faith. I don't like to discuss numbers. I don't like. To, I don't like to unit shame people except for guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah. So chance to, chance to bring home a decent amount of quiche. Also, a New York spin. U Albany advances because they didn't play. So shout out to the Great Danes. You're advancing in the FCS playoffs. Union College football. The Garnet Chargers. They did lose. Great season though. Sweet sixteen at large. Shout out to Union for a great season. Syracuse football. Even without Dino Babers, even on senior day, the awkwardness of not shaking the coach's hand who recruited you or you transferred to. Syracuse beats Wake. Syracuse advanced to a bowl game. Will it be the Gasparillo Bowl? Will it be the Birmingham Bowl? Maybe the shot the Fenway Park Bowl or whatever they're calling it. The Are we actually going to try to go to that one since you've been such a slouch lately and giving us the games? I will try my best. I will not promise anything. I don't know the date of it off the top of my head, the Fenway Bowl. but uh, hope, I think they're going to go to Tampa and play the Gasparillo Bowl, but... We'll see. So Syracuse is bowl eligible, and I did not think that Orange you, you, Post Babers would be able to pull that off. You uh, you just glance past the fact that it'll be Richmond at U Albany uh, this Saturday. Richmond beats North Carolina Central forty nine twenty seven, according to our buddy Mark Singles, who likes to bring all the positive news from the Times Union. Richmond seven and zero all time against the Great Danes, including three and zero at Casey Stadium. Oh, thanks, Mark Singles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mark Singles is that. Thanksgiving, all right. You know, that, you know how you have that silver lining? Mark Singles is the gray cloud that just fills all of them. <laughs> he just does. He, I think he means to be, like, I've only seen him be positive, like, three or four times. I think he means to be positive. He just, it's his default. He just goes, I can't help but point out, if you beat him, it'd be the first time they're 7-0. You can't help it. He's like Jeez, Debbie Downer, man. Good gosh, Marky Marky Downer. That's that's uh, right there. Um, so all right. So and, and by the way, this is my formal request to you know uh, good seats for that game, please. Uh, whoever's listening over at you Albany, I really want to go. <laughs> I want to go check that one out because that's a, if I can get if I can get Michigan, if I can get you Albany. Heck, if the Raiders win today, I may just lay down, and just knock it back up. Just call it. It's over. <laughs> this is the best it gets for me this year. Yeah, I don't know if I got anything else. Retire. My nephew hits me up yesterday. He goes, well, at least you got Michigan. I go, oh, the Raiders are okay. Okay, calm down, all right? Let's, we'll see what they do, all right? You, 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 you take, oh, take a beat over there, buddy. All right, so, yeah, so um, I guess the, the takeaway, your team um, almost good enough to keep playing. They are going to keep playing. Uh, my team, best in the country, best in the land. Zach's team, the best finish, arguably, in... The Milrow Miracle. That, oh, I, I heard somebody that else call that. I, I like that I one. Up with that one. Yeah, I, I heard somebody else say it. I don't, I don't even know who it was. Uh, and we also all have... I'll issues. give my daughter credit for no reason at all. All three of us have issues on how we consume the content through our televisions. No, no. I have oh. zero issue on how I consume content. Oh. I watch what I want, where I want, when I want. But Jeff was What's, moving throughout the house too much. That's why I have five man. TVs on. Exactly. Hey. Hey, because you know what? I can. Zach, I, I, can. I have to admit something to both of you right now. <clears throat> I'm 47. I'm a man. So Zach was watching the game on his phone at his house. Levac had the big screen TV going. Three of them. Here's how I watched Michigan-Ohio State. 
So my wife is the queen bee of the reunion, so she's running the whole reunion. So I, I will, his wife is the is the chief strategist of any social gathering. She knows where you should be, when you should be there to get the most out of any gathering. I give her all the credit in the world. We decided that Black Friday would be the day that we need to get tape and pens and balloon, like the worst days possible. So everything we didn't get on Black Friday, we got on Saturday. So there I am, sitting like a dope in the Target parking lot by myself. Holding my phone up, trying to get Wi-Fi on a Saturday, watching the end of Michigan, Ohio State. So as bad as Zach's scenario is, as good as Lavax's, you could have been me, the dope, by himself in a car in Target, holding up his phone, streaming, trying to watch the finish of Ohio State, Michigan. So I'll confess that Zach's guilt was making me feel like I need to say how I watched the game. I feel like we should take away your, your Heisman vote for that. I watched it. I did everything in my power to consume that content. Except for, you know, be a man and go somewhere and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> man up. There isn't a bar next to Target? Right? No. There's Come not, on. There's a, a there's, restaurant. There is not a, 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 there that's the same bar. thing. I had to walk there. And oh, my goodness. car was toasty. You guys oh. don't want to hear about the kick six story. No, we, we do have to go to break, although I do want to hear that story. Right, well, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that coming up. <laughs> come on. I just, I'm, 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 you know what? Everyone should just come here. Yes, come to Van Slicks, come smart. to Rivers, come to the Sportsbook. Every game, every sporting event possible, you can wager on them all. they got beer specials going on, buckets of beer, drafts, all that stuff, Bloody Marys, which I'm owed by a few Ohio State fans. Uh, depending upon what news comes out of uh, Jets land, maybe you'll get free drinks one of these days here. Uh, that's uh, Listen, get over to Rivers. That's the place to be. That's where we are. Coming up next, we talk about the Thanksgiving, Black Friday games, and a whole lot more. It's LeBac Gaz, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Bull riding, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent are required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. 
The team's looking good this season. I think so. Man, I miss playing football. Being young with unlimited energy to burn ever since I turned 40. I just can't find that fire I used to have. Think you could be lower testosterone? What do you mean? All guys lose their edge when they turn 40. The body has less testosterone. That's why I take Nugenics Total T. I've heard about Nugenics. That really works? Since I started taking Nugenics, I'm lifting like when we played for Coach Carter. I feel more energized at work. It's even spiced up things between me and the missus. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? Yep, send a text. It's that easy. Text HEFTY to 42424 right now. For your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, it's the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text H-E-F-T-Y to 42424. That's hefty to 42424. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you switch to Boost Mobile, you can get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G in a pretty powerful way to get after it. Like me, Tusi. A man who fell in love with music and fell on hard times. From writing songs in my room to sitting on top of the charts. All because I made poetry out of pain. And always knew I'd be on the stage singing a favorite song. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone on America's largest 5G networks. Boost Mobile. Get after it. New customers only. Taxes extra. One device per line. 5G not available everywhere. Other restrictions apply. You can watch this NFL season like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move the Sticks podcast. The show is hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us are bringing the knowledge from a career as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 3, on the voice of the Capital Region, sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live at Van Slicks Inside Rivers Casino and Resort is LeVac and Gaz. Uh, before we get into the... Uh, the Thanksgiving and the Black Friday game. Uh, Zach back in the studio. Zach, what, what was the? I, I, I'm hoping that you. It is as bad as I think it's going to be. What's your kick six story? All right, so we had a family event that we were going to. So Proctor's has like those plays. I forget what it was, Lion King or Queen or whatever play it was at Proctor's. So the Iron Bowl was on the kick six, the famous kick six. We're sitting there at Backstage Pub. Shout out to them. They have great food. Um, <laughs> We're upstairs, so it's not the bar part. It's the quote-unquote restaurant part. So we're sitting there watching the game. They still had the big screen TV with Iron Bowl on. That kick six happens, and I we were getting ready to leave anyways. I get up, and I push my chair in very hard that my mom still to this day says that I threw the chair. I go, listen, it's a bar. It's a bar. I'm sure everybody was reacting that way, whether it was the good way or the bad way. But it is a... She's like, it's a restaurant. I was like, it's a pub. So, to this day, I don't think I've been back. <laughs> Ten years later. See, but like, oh, I, I'm gosh. fine with that. I thought you were going to tell me that because there was the play, you didn't watch the game at all. And then I was going to be... And then I was going to mock you a little bit. But if it's for the kid, you, if kids trump sports, but that, but not by much. That's it. Zach, you'll like this on a Sunday morning, and maybe we got to think about this a little bit longer, but I truly believe, I watched that 10-year anniversary special that ESPN ran on the play and the impact. It is the greatest play in the history of college football. 
What do you think about that statement? Look, I know there's a walk-off touchdown. I know there's field goals that have sided championships. But when you really you've think seen, about... You've seen Desmond Howard do the Heisman? I, I've seen uh, Desmond uh, do that. Okay. I know the Stanford play, some people would reference that. But remember, like that's a 5-6 and six team who's not bowl eligible. There's no... That play is the greatest play in the history of college football. And there was an argument to be made that maybe in sports in America, it might be the single greatest play. I'm not, not impact on it. Like, you really think about that play from what it is. Well, he's just, just digging it into you. There, no, 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 no. He no. really is. He you, really I, is. I, just I, grinding it in. I think it might be the greatest play in the history of American sports. Every single year maybe I have to disagree. hear about that play. Every single year. He's like, but you know what also happened since like, that game? Three national titles. There you go. There it is. <laughs> I knew it. Every Bama fan knows. And those are facts, guys. Not like your stupid list you're making, guys. That's right. He's like, he's like Zach, believe your feelings. Uh, all right. Well, I think we can all agree on one thing. Jack Harlow sucked. He was terrible at halftime. That was bad. What do you, why even go? Like, why go if you have nothing planned? I, I've never, I've no, I don't know his music. Uh, I, I, I know he did a terrible, terrible remake of uh, White Man Can't Jump. Um, but man, is he terrible! And he was Dolly Parton, seventy nine thousand years old, did a better halftime in the next game. His halftime was so bad that the late game didn't do a halftime show. They didn't even show it. Jack, they, did, they ran a special about Madden and, 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 and no, 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 no. Jack Harlow, Harlow's banned. Zachary, he's banned. Jack Harlow was so bad, so fast. Like I was like, okay, the performance is about to start, and then I think I was grabbing like I think dinner. It started right around this time. And before, like, I could get back to my phone, people were like, "Worst performance!" Ever. Oh. Whoa, thirty seconds you in. Know what, you know what Jack? You know what Jack Harlow's performance was? It's that like cousin or relative who's starting a rap career or something, or they think they're the and your your aunt or your grandma. Oh, during halftime, turn the TV off and let 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 little Jack do his rhymes, <laughs> and then and then Jack comes out. No mashed potatoes, getting the stuffing. And then you're sitting there going, holy crap. And you want it to end, but you can't because Grandma will, like, throw a roll at you and you'll die. Like, it's just, it was that bad. It was terrible. Um, it was so bad, it, like, I almost forgot how much I hated the way that game played out because I thought the Lions were going to win, like, by a last-minute field goal. I don't like sometimes the negative cliches about teams. Like they're so easy, and I always want, I root for the positivity on franchise. I don't want to always be uh, negative because there's certain teams and certain fan bases that won't even understand when they win how great it is to win because they've been so negative for so long. Unfortunately, the Lions are one of those teams because this was your moment, Detroit. I said this to you when we talked on Wednesday. I said, here's Detroit's moment. You have the best team you've had maybe in my lifetime, 30 years. You're one of the best teams in the NFC. You're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. National audience. Here's your time to wipe away all that stuff that people think about Detroit. They stunk. They stunk. You know <laughs> what? Did. As bad as they were, and that's really the storyline of that game, I we should. I'll start with this. Jordan Love, fantastic. People, he, they're, they're making him into in the Rodgers now. There was a conversation. Is he the future for the Packers? Can he lead him to the postseason? He had a really good game on a national audience. Arguably the best game of his career in the most important stage of his career. He was great. He deserves the credit for how well he played. But for me, that game is far more about Detroit and what they should be rather than the fantastic performance by love for the Packers. Well, man, Campbell summed it up. These guys think that we just show up and walk through it. We're going to win now. That's not how it works. They did. They showed up. They looked like they were sleepwalking. So... Uh, bad game, Detroit. They end up losing twenty nine twenty two. Screwed up a lot of people's sheets for the rest of the day. I can guarantee you that. But yeah, I, I like what you said. Jordan Love 
can he do that again and again? Detroit defense is not special. Like let's let's be clear. Like the way they're playing, they're far from special. Uh, the Packers are still very much alive at five and six. Can he do that against the Chiefs defense, which has been lights out? The Giants defense, which every once in a while will bow up on you. Your Buccaneers defense, yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, Panthers will be fine. Vikings, he's going to get challenged, and then the Bears. So the the Packers are alive at five and six, and, and Jordan Love can prove it that he actually is the guy uh, the rest of the season. But I'm sure Giants fans looking over Packers fans be like, hey, careful. <laughs> hey, careful. We fell for our guy being pretty good for a year, and now now we're, uh, we're, we're set back like two years. Um, nothing really else to say about that game, right? I mean, just no. Uh, no, it, that's it was, about it. It was, it was, it was all right. Uh, Commanders, Cowboys, pretty much what you thought it was going to be. I, I love the over in this game. That that looked like it was never in doubt. Forty-five ten, Cowboys beat Commanders. Um, it's. <laughs> I had no idea that Dak Prescott was playing well enough to have over three hundred yards and four four touchdowns passing. I know, like the way that game was going, it just it didn't look that way. It just looked like it was just, like points were just accumulating, and then you look up all of a sudden, and Dak Prescott, twenty-two of thirty-two, three hundred thirty-one yards and four touchdowns, like just poof, boom. Dak is having the best season of his career, and that includes his rookie season. One other quick thing, I know we talked about Packers Lions, to bring it up again. Third biggest upset in Thanksgiving Day history. We talk about point spreads and everything else. Third biggest upset in the history of Turkey Day with that game. Uh, Cowboys and Commanders. That's a divisional game. The Commanders, you would think, just because we're talking spreads and numbers, that, hey, they got beat by the Giants. They're going to bounce back. This is going to be a number that fools you a little bit. I'm glad I kept my money in my pocket on that game because I thought, okay, those storylines would tell me they're going to bounce back in a short week. Maybe Ron Rivera's just not that good of a coach. Maybe Eric Bieniemy's right. Eric Bieniemy, everyone makes him out to be the greatest offense person. Maybe he's not that good. Now, maybe Sam Howell isn't as good as you guys have been making him out to be. I think those are all good takes, and I believe the Cowboys' defense is that good. But some people love to hate on the Cowboys. I think there's more Cowboy haters than Cowboy fans. So let's give them what they want. If you're a Cowboy hater, <laughs> you say this. You store this one away on your phone. I saw the tweet of Bill Simmons. I'll give Bill Simmons credit for this. Cowboy hater, here you go. Here's your wins this season. Giants, twice, 3-8. and eight. Commanders, 4-7. and seven. Patriots, 2-8. and eight. Jets, 4-8. and eight. Now 4-9. and nine. Carolina, 1-9. Rams and Chargers, 4-6. and six. Yeah. Have you beaten a good team this season? Are you a good team? Now, it's very Giants 2022-ish. You can only beat who's in front of you, but if you want to be a Cowboy hater, there's your argument. They haven't beaten anybody. Well, kind of like I was just saying about, about Jordan Love. Like, okay, you, you're beating the teams you're supposed to beat, which is nice. Seattle, <laughs> Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, all before you get to finish your season against the Commanders. I believe the Cowboys are 100% going to the playoffs. I don't know what they're going to do once they get there. But, you know, you beat some of these bigger teams, some of these better teams. That'll be interesting as far as will you be able to shake some of that hate. As a Michigan fan, I know what it like, hey, you, you haven't played anybody. Okay, wait till we do. So, Cowboys, wait till you do. Commanders, you did give away two first-round draft pick defensive ends a couple weeks ago. So, you can see where the white flag has been waved for them regardless. But it, it, that was... I was still entertaining for some reason, watching the Cowboys go off. Dolly Parton looks great. Yeah, she, she looks does. great. She does. Did you see the gif? Um, I, I turned away real quick. I thought the Cowboys were honoring one of the one of the cheerleaders from last time they won a playoff game or something. 
Aren't you <laughs> like a Super Bowl? I'm sorry, when last time they won the Super Bowl. Oh <laughs> man, that's just not very. It's not very nice funny. to dolly. It's not. Not. I mean, she looked great. She was way better than Harlow. <laughs> she was way better than Jack Harlow. All right, on to the uh, nightcap. 49ers. They are who you thought they were, as they beat the Seahawks 31 to 13. Can we can we just give up on Geno Smith now? Is that allowed? Uh, Geno Smith wasn't great, but. Uh, here, I said this three times out loud watching this game, and my finger, my thumb, waved over this play. Isn't San Francisco the Super Bowl favorite? Like, that defensive line, I know Geno Smith wasn't good, but how is anybody going to throw the ball against San Francisco anymore now with Chase Young, who was one of those guys they acquired? Christian McCaffrey is an all-time, we're talking about getting into the end zone player. The factor back. Brock Purdy, we've known what he was going to be at the start of the season of don't blow the game for us. He's way better than I thought he was got a great system to play in but he's awesome if i wasn't a buccaneer fan because there's still a chance my buccaneers can get in the postseason the day the buccaneers the day the buccaneers get knocked out of postseason contention i'm putting my money on the niners to win the super bowl because they've got everything like that game against seattle they whooped up on seattle they whooped up on tampa Bay. they have made the moves to go get it right now and is it dallas is it philly who's the team that I'm going to feel confident to pick over San Francisco because they are on another level right now, and I would put my money on them to not only be in Vegas but to win it. And I believe that was your pick for each season, the Niners. Mm-hmm. You feel more confident, less co- like? Would you double down on your Niner play right now? Oh, no, all day, every day. Yeah, Jacksonville's making me nervous. That that uh, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go ahead and do a victory lap on one, I'll go ahead and admit the other one was not uh, does not seem as strong. Though they did just have a good game. You know what, though, Zach, you're an Eagle fan, and that's. Arguably, right now, the best rivalry in the NFL, Eagles-Niners. Watching the Niners play as an Eagle fan, are you more confident, less confident, or no difference that your Eagles could be the team that knocks them off come postseason time? I'm confident that we can knock them off because at the end of the day, they still have secondary issues. They got injuries in the secondary now, so that adds to it. So if Chase Young and Bosa are not hitting home against two of the best tackles in the league, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to have time to throw the ball and pick them apart. Couldn't you say the same thing about the Eagles, though? Secondary issues. That's been the know. case for as long as I've been an Eagles fan. And if you know, if they had Brock Purdy last year, they would have beat you guys and went to the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. <laughs> I knew he was going to. Not that even gonna, close. To see, be you can't get a wee, you can't you know a wee guy to go. There's no, never, a wee guy's no. never going to go. Yeah, no, I'm nervous. You know why? Because you could see early in that game that even if they weren't hitting home. They were forcing him into throws that he was getting away with earlier in that season. I would far rather see Niners Eagles than anything else. Like I know we mentioned the Cowboys. I don't want to see the Cowboys at the NFC title game. Give me Niners and Eagles. Give me Niners and Eagles. Let me see those two because over Detroit, over, over Detroit. Even yeah. though I had Detroit in that game in preseason, like Eagles. Look, a ton can happen. Obviously, situations, seedings, bad matchups in the wild card for either team. A ton can happen between now. In mid January, late January, but man, I want that matchup again. I do want to see those two teams play because I feel like those two teams are still the best in the NFC. We have a Sunday still left to play. A lot can happen today, where right. my opinion can change. But man, those two yeah, you teams are on another like level. No, 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 you no, do. You, no, you no, are. Find out in two weeks. You, I mean, you like you're, you're Captain Waffle. It's a Trevor what? Lawrence, Detroit Lions. No, 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 Lawrence. Yes, I did waffle. <laughs> You've waffled on the Lions a lot this year. A lot. That's their fault, not mine. Okay, they did that to me. Yeah, but it's you're still making waffles. I mean, it's that's what I'm just saying. 
Gaz's waffles now with 32 flavors. Um, let's do this. Let's uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Black Friday, the first ever Black Friday game, as the Jets represent the Jets' way of football. Um, it is Levac Gaz. We are live here at Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort, getting ready for some Sunday football. Would love if you all came and joined us right here. It is Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. You're a winner. You are a winner. You're our winner. For more information about contests on this station, go to foxsports980.com slash rules. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. If you love to travel, Capital One has a rewards credit card that's perfect for you. With Venture X, earn unlimited double miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges where you just check in and chill out. Open up a world of possibilities with Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Nobody rocks the holidays like Mayfair Jewelers. Our rock stars hit the stage with lab-grown diamonds with maximum brilliance. Indistinguishable from earth-grown diamonds. We are at half the price of most local jewelers and major online sellers. We cut out the middleman and import these diamonds directly from the growers overseas. Right now, when you spend $500 at Mayfair Jewelers, get a pair of tickets to TSO November 29th while supplies last. Mayfair Jewelers, Latham and Glenville. Lab-grown diamonds. Expert advice. Rockstar pricing. For your new furniture, no one has better selection and Black Friday savings than Meradians. Be a furniture shopping MVP with special savings this weekend throughout the store in every department for every room in your home. Save on American-made solid wood Amish furniture. Additional savings on the best quality names in furniture, like Braddington Young and Elran Contemporary Furniture. And if your old mattress is keeping you awake at night, get a good night's sleep with Beautyrest, living life fully charged. Queen mattresses start at just $399, or save up to $900 on select Beautyrest Black or Black Hybrid adjustable sets during the Black Friday sale. And with free delivery, setup, and removal of your old mattress, why would you go anywhere else than Meradians? Be a furniture shopping MVP with the Meradians Value Promise. Always top quality, always the latest styles, always the lowest possible price. At Meradians Furniture, Albany, Clifton Park, and Meradians.com. Attention, troops. When the weather starts to change, the Capital Region knows it's time to suit up. And by suit up, we mean Carhartt Outerwear, rugged and warm. And everyone knows where to go for the best selection and prices? Mohawk Army Navy. For over 35 years, Mohawk Army Navy has been supplying the American worker with the newest styles and colors that Carhartt has to offer. Carhartt, the premier choice for rugged outerwear. Check it out at Mohawk Army Navy. Now with four great locations, Niskuna, Latham, Saratoga, and their new flagship store, North Greenbush. Dismissed. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. 
Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Broadcasting live from the GT Toy Studio, Toys, Motorsports, and Marine, Toys with a Z. You're listening to Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.8. It's LeVac and Goss on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Ah. My friends, we are live here inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort getting ready for some Sunday NFL action. The first ever Black Friday game. And Jets fans wish that there was never, ever a Black Friday NFL game uh, took place. Dolphins on the road have not been good. Dolphins against really good defenses have not been good. Dolphins came in. And, and slapped you in the face, 34-13, beat the Jets. Turn out the lights, the party's over. A lot more happened in this game than reflecting the box score of this game. So You expected you, you thought the great Tim Boyle would be better? Well, no, I, okay. I did not think he'd be better. But I, going into this game, I didn't realize how much pressure actually was on the Dolphins because <clears throat> let's say Miami loses this game. The whole thing's a mess. The AMC, the division, is Buffalo back in it? There's a competitive... This would have felt like same old Dolphins getting to have a good push towards a good season and then blowing it. Kind of the way you're saying about Detroit. Yeah. yeah. It was a bigger game for Miami than I realized because I have a friend from back home. I was watching the game with him to the point where he's like, you can't come over. You and – it was a whole thing. Like, our buddy got engaged. He's like, we're, like, we're coming over. He's like, no, no, i got to watch the Dolphin game by myself. I'm like, are you okay? Like, do you think – we get there. He's standing up the entire game. Now, the whole game changed on the – Fail Mary? What do, what do we call the play where it's the, like the punt return, ran all the way back, the most Jets play ever, where they were trying to score? And the whole game changed, it felt like, on that play because New York has no offense. Historically, what, 10 touchdowns down, 11 games? The least amount of offensive touchdowns in over a decade in the entire NFL. They get down by seven. By the way, that was the best pass that Boyle threw the entire game, too, by the way. <laughs> it was. It really was. They get down by seven. They get down by ten. It's done. They got no offense. And, look, we know it goes back to the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, that if Rodgers was running this team, a Hall of Fame quarterback, the the whole team is built around him. But that game in particular, and we were talking to our – I was talking to our friend, the security guard up here in the front, who in one day has (laughs) promised us he won't swear on the air if he talks about the Jets. (laughs) I don't believe him. I don't believe him either. There's a reason he hasn't been on yet. But we've all agreed with this. Like, when you're that bad, Aaron Rodgers can't be this good. Like, you're telling me he would change a historically bad offense? The Jets might have always been bad. At some point, do I think Hackett and Solomon will be back? Yes. But games like that, you just got to shrug your shoulders and be like, I know it's Rodgers, but something's got to be better than this. Like, you guys got to be better than that effort against Miami. Well, it's it's funny because I, I do think I think Rodgers is, is that big of a difference. I You know, I don't. I don't think he takes seven sacks. I don't think he throws two picks. I think if if he does throw the the fail mary, it's to the back of the end zone. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of 
difference is having a you know multiple time MVP can bring to your to your team. Um, the Hackett thing is interesting to me because obviously he's safe as long as Rogers wants him there. But like, where's the guy that figured out how to game plan a Jaguars offense with Blake Bortles, where he threw the ball eight times? Where you know, where's that guy? Where's where's the guy who knew how to to hide his deficiencies to to you know not make mistakes to keep let the defense not only play but win the game for you like where's that dude because this dude is coming in and going i'm gonna run my offense well okay you got aaron Rodgers. you should run your offense aaron Rodgers is gone okay we're gonna keep running my offense zach wilson wins that game okay all right run your offense that's clear that doesn't work makes minimal changes all right well boyle's coming in i'm gonna run my offense boyle comes in he's not good like you can't run your offense you have to change to the players you have like like, I know Brees Hall get, gets banged up and all these other things, but, like, like uh, Dalvin Cook, one carry, things like that. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, that, <laughs> it, it almost feels like, like, <laughs> if you don't care if you win because you know next year's the year that matters. Like, this is a dress rehearsal. I, I get what you're saying with that, where it's like the reset button was hit the moment Rodgers limped off the field after game one of this season. And here's why I'm almost <laughs> questioning. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, you know how some teams lose – like you tell me the Giants try to lose to get a better draft pick. Yeah. If you told me that the Jets had a meeting with Hackett and Salah and everybody, everybody sat down in the room and went, we need to lose games. Oh, for draft picks? No, because the only way we're going to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field at the end of the season. We want you to lose games. We need to be out of it. I feel like if I say yes to that, that means you thought he could have came back and I could have lost my bet like that. But I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say maybe to that you question. Your bet is if he plays, not if he thinks he can play. <laughs> That's right. Want to make sure that was on. Thank you. <laughs> Hold that recording later. I'm more than happy to take your stuff, but like you know, come on. That one. If he goes, if everybody goes, oh, he should have played. And that doesn't. You didn't lose. You lose if he goes out on the field and plays it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's right. Uh, the other thing about the Jet thing too, like how good Rodgers is and the offense and all that. Here's what you look at the the NFL across the picture, right? Like Mahomes. If Mahomes gets hurt today, we know the Chiefs are going to drop off. However. We've got a backtrack record of Andy Reid's a Super Bowl winning head coach. There's some faith that Andy Reid can figure it out. They won't be as good, but I know Andy Reid's a good coach, whether Mahomes is hurt or playing. I, I get that. Uh, I could say the same thing in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. I know Harbaugh's a Super Bowl winning coach. Baltimore's always in contention. If Lamar, uh, Cincinnati, I'll give Zach Taylor credit. Joe Burrow's hurt. Do I think the Bengals can get to the playoffs now without Joe Burrow? No. But Taylor's been so successful early in his career. The only thing Taylor needs is a better agent. So we talk about him like we talk about <laughs> Shanahan and uh, McVay. So you get the point I'm doing here. Like, I know there's a few coaches that because they've won with that quarterback, that I believe they can do it without. So, like, I really believe Taylor might be okay with Cincinnati. I don't have anything for Sala. Like, if you really think about it, this is what Robert Sala is. This like, if he gets better with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if I'm even going to be like, you know what? He always had this in him. I'm going to say he's better because he's got Rodgers. So well, th- this is yeah, like the test of, like, is he better? Is he not? I- I'm finding out he's not. And Hackett's not. Well, what, you, what you're – all right, Andy Reid is an offensive mind and a leader, right? So, like, Andy Reid can go out there. He can scheme a good offense. He can develop a good quarterback. And he he can get the right defensive coordinator to stand next to him. Right now it's Magnolia. I think Robert Sala is a defensive coordinator who's a leader, right? I don't know if he's – I think he needs the right offensive mind next to him. Um, 
if you go back to when when they they brought in Lafleur and all that stuff, they brought in like Knapp to develop Wilson, and the guy passes away in the off season. So like, there's I I wonder what he is really. Like, I don't know if he's really a head coach, but I don't think we've seen enough to know whether or not he's a great head coach. And right now, he's hamstrung because he's not the GM. Joe Douglas is not the GM. Woody Johnson is not in charge of this team. Aaron Rodgers runs the New York Jets right now. So if Aaron Rodgers says Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator, he's the offensive coordinator. So the, the curse of that is you are stuck with a guy who may not be a very good offensive coordinator or may have been, you know, maybe it's passed him by when he was good. The blessing of that is if Aaron Rodgers decides that Robert Sala is the head coach of the Jets next year, He's the coach of the Jets next year, so it doesn't change. So I think he's going to get that year. I think I think everybody stays in place. It's like a it's a punt year. Sadly, Jets fan. Uh, I was walking in here earlier to Rivers. I saw our guy JK, owner of Katie. Oh O'Brien. no way! Shout out to JK. Yeah. So he starts talking. He goes, uh, he goes. Uh, is there anything more embarrassing in this world than being a Jets fan? I was like, <laughs> I, I sold a football team to uh, Antonio Brown once. He goes, but you're bringing back the Pirates. You're okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's like that's his, that's how you know, and you know J.K. He's a diehard sports fan. Yeah, luckily he's got his Rangers, so he's okay right now. But but the Jets fan is going through it. You thought this year was painted perfectly for you to have the year you've been waiting to have, and it blew up. It, it ruptured like an Achilles on a forty year old. The, the next question I'm going to ask you is for you, not to guess what Aaron Rodgers would answer this question as. For you, are the Jets in contention for the playoffs this year? Right now. No. Okay. No, no, no. Well, and, and here's the problem. Like, you you squandered opportunities. Like, I, I feel like there's a chance that they could still be if they had done things, air quote, the right way, and, and hindsight 2020, armchair quarterback, all, all of those things. But you look at the way the Jets have handled this season. You won the game against the Bills without Rodgers. Okay, great. You got stomped out by the Cowboys. You should have. You should have beat the Patriots 15-10. You had a chance to beat the Chiefs, you didn't. You then figured it out a little bit. You took down a bad Broncos team. You beat a very good Eagles team. You won the battle of, of Jet Life Stadium, which you can call it that because you won. Like, you did some things. You shouldn't have lost to the Chargers. Honestly, you probably shouldn't have lost to my Raiders. Should have got beat by the Bills. This Dolphins game, we've seen what a good defense can do to this Dolphins team, and you didn't do it. And the reason you didn't do it is you put Tim Boyle out there and you had you treated Tim Boyle like he was an actual NFL quarterback. You treated him like he was a guy that you would put out under center because you wanted to, not because you had to. He gets sacked seven times and throws two picks. One's the Phil Mary. That's not his fault, really. That's a call. I like the way Salah handled that at the half. He's like, hey, you know, it's, it's the worst possible thing that could happen. It did. Whatever. Like, you should have played smart and you didn't you played like you had all your pieces and you didn't have them so how many times have we seen belichick with the patriots the offense isn't working right okay i need you out there long enough that you can punt the ball deep and you can get the and you give the defense a rest if you can do those two things for me we're gonna win this game they don't do it like that they go out there and they try to they try to light up the scoreboard like a bunch of fools not only are they not in contention and things change throughout a season, whether it's college, whether it's professional, especially in the NFL. Not only are the New York Jets not in contention, 
There is not, right now heading into week 13, a single team in the AFC that I believe the New York Jets could beat on any given week. Like, it is past. They're the worst team in the AFC. Hmm. I can't believe I'm doing a power ranking here on a Sunday before they like come out. Power but, look, you ran through it, right? Like, the Raiders would be in that mix. The Patriots would be in that mix. The Chargers would be in that mix. They played all of them. Right now, Let me I feel see like what they- Tennessee does today. I would take Tennessee over the Jets. I would, because Derrick Henry's in the backfield. The offense looks far more explosive with Levis than it does with Wilson or Boyle. <coughs> but so I would bottom. take him over. Yeah. I would take the Jets to lose to every single team in the AFC. Can I change the coaching staff on the Jets? No. Oh, then okay, you're probably right. <laughs> no. You're probably right. Then. And Rodgers can't come back. Like, right now, that Jet team would be the worst team in the AFC. And, look, that sounds very harsh, and it feels like I'm good. Guys, they're, they're not scoring touchdowns. <laughs> like, well, it almost is like an easy pick. Like, hey, they're going to score 13. Can you find any team in the AFC to score more than 13 points in a game? Yes. Okay, they're going to win. That's how bad the Jets' offense is. I know you said the AFC, so you still take them over the Cardinals and the Panthers? Yeah, I think they could beat okay. them. I think, okay. I think they right. could. I'm just checking. I just, you know, I didn't you know. You know if they're going to be number I, I, 32 I heard, on that list. Yeah, yeah I, heard your, I heard your verbiage, and I, I wanted to make sure I understood what you, where you were and going. And maybe the that. Bears, too. <sighs> Bears look pretty good with fields out there, though. I mean, yeah. they still find a way to do Bears things, but they look they look they look decent out there at least in, in that situation. Uh, it is Levac Gods. We're live here inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort. Um, you know, crowd starting to build up a little bit. People having a blast playing the uh, playing playing the slots, hitting the kiosks, going to live betting windows. Don't forget, there is second chances to win. Uh, ask about it when you've got your uh, you got your tickets, even if they're not winners. Don't throw them away until you go up through the window and go, hey. I heard there's a second chance to win with this. Let me know what I can do. And um, walk up to the window and say, "I'm a loser." No, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Oh, no, this okay. ticket lost despite my winningness. Uh, is there a way for me to continue winning because I'm such a great winner? Okay, that's the better way to do it. Yeah, You're right. Don't do that. Yeah. You have a positive mindset. Po- be positive. Uh, coming up, we'll go through some fantasy nuggies. We'll break down the one o'clock games. Remember, a lot less games today because we've already played four. So, so that definitely is going to change the change the, the scope of today's games. But uh, fantasy nuggies, one o'clock kicks. We'll go through all that coming up next live from Rivers. It's Levac and Gaza, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. Hey, it's Levac and Gaz. Gaz, I was over at uh, Stewart's this morning, so I grabbed one of those two for deals. I've got this uh, my favorite, the orange slice. I grabbed you a grape. Oh, thank you, Levac. C four has been a part of my day. I love getting my day started right with C four. That extra boost of energy. It tastes good. And if you need something different going on in your life. Now's the time to put C4 in your body. Make it happen, LeVac. My favorite thing is when somebody goes, what's your favorite? I'm like, C4. Oh, no, but which flavor? C4, all of them. You're going to thank us when you grab yourself a C4 today over at Stewart's. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent are required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. The team's looking good this season. I think so. Man, I miss playing football. Being young with unlimited energy to burn. Ever since I turned 40, I just can't find that fire I used to have. Think you could be lower testosterone? What do you mean? All guys lose their edge when they turn 40. The body has less testosterone. That's why I take Nugenics Total T. I've heard about Nugenics. That really works. Since I started taking Nugenics, I'm lifting like when we played for Coach Carter. I feel more energized at work. It's even spiced up things between me and the missus. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? Yep, send a text. It's that easy. Text HEFTY to 42424 right now. For your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, it's the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text H-E-F-T-Y to 42424. That's hefty to 42424. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Bull Rider, the perfect fusion.
combination of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West, where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. Are you a qualified HVAC technician? Are you looking to start or advance your career with a local HVAC services industry leader? If so, John Ray & Sons is hiring now and want to hear from you. With a competitive salary, health and retirement benefits, and overtime opportunities during the busy season, John Ray also offers a sign-on bonus for experienced technicians. Take your HVAC technician career to the next level and join the John Ray family today. For more information, call 833-4-GET-HIRED. That's 833-4-GET-HIRED. For your new furniture, no one has better selection and Black Friday savings than Meradians. Be a furniture shopping MVP with special savings this weekend throughout the store in every department for every room in your home. Save on American-made solid wood Amish furniture. Additional savings on additional savings on the best quality names in furniture, like Braddington Young and Elran Contemporary Furniture. And if your old mattress is keeping you awake at night, get a good night's sleep with Beautyrest, living life fully charged. Queen mattresses start at just $399, or save up to $900 on select Beautyrest Black or Black Hybrid adjustable sets during the Black Friday sale. And with free delivery, setup, and removal of your old mattress, why would you go anywhere else than Meradian's? Be a furniture shopping MVP with the Meradian's Value Promise. Always top quality, always the latest styles, always the lowest possible price. At Meradian's Furniture, Albany, Clifton Park, and Meradian's.com. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Broadcasting live from the GT Toys studios, Toys, Motorsports, and Marine. You're listening to Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240 EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's Lovac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. What is uh, what is NFL today doing? Are they just going around getting the most awkward shots of all their hosts possible? What is happening there? It's, <laughs> it's like they know they've been working. They worked the holiday, and now they're zooming in as close as they can. If that's a bit by their cameraman, that was oh my gosh! Look how close they were zoomed in there. No right. one can see it, but what's well, like? It's like if if you you put the Fox show next to the to the CBS show. And I've always they've always had certain bits on each one that I like. I don't you know I'm not loyal to one over the other. I am a little more loyal now that we're on Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty. This is the best pregame show. But doesn't that look like so much cooler with everybody's just standing out talking, and then all of a sudden the cameraman's doing like the 
the Wayne's World like uh, immediate close up thing. <laughs> like it's just insane. Extreme close up. Ah! We're at Rivers Casino and Resort. If you want, come by and get your cell phone real close to our no. faces. No. See every blemish you can see. See our beard. See no. those little follicles moving around. I was out with a friend who hadn't seen her in a while. She was, what do you, you don't age? I'm like, because because fat don't crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> you only see the wrinkles in the balloon after you let the air out. That's a, if I lose weight, I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look. Like, it's gonna be like um, the seed in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they looked in there. I'm just gonna wilt as I lose weight. I'm gonna look worse and worse. Uh, let's do some fancy nuggies. <laughs> this is a very quiet week in fantasy now. Remember, the big factor is if you've had players go on Thanksgiving, you had players go on Black Friday. You might have seen more additions earlier in the week to set those lineups in comparison to a Sunday. Very quiet. We're talking about Chase Edmonds is the most added player over the last 24 hours in fantasy, the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So much so that Chase Edmonds was at 25,000 ads yesterday, and the next closest was only 8,000 ads. Uh, Chandler, the backup running back for the Vikings, Ty Chandler, was the next closest there. So, what, triple the amount of ads for Edmonds in comparison to anybody else? If you need running back depth, it's always tough. I actually just started Edmonds in one league because I did need running back depth, and the fact that it's such a significant difference in between anybody else, I was like, you know what? Maybe he can vulture a touchdown. Maybe Bucks and Colts is a high-scoring game. I'll roll with that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So much winning. Uh, so that's really the biggest addition you look at across the board for fantasy. Uh, Justin Watson also. Even though he had some drops in that matchup recently for Kansas City, he's one of the top-added players in fantasy today. Is he worth a start? I'd probably lean towards no, unless you're really battling with injuries. So, across the board, if you're a four and seven team, here's the angle I'm going to focus here for four and seven. There are some teams. If you're in an eight league playoffs, six league playoffs, depending on league size, maybe it's a twelve team league. Four and seven, you are still alive. You can get to seven and seven and make the postseason in most fantasy leagues. So. Unless you're in a league that has a very deep trade deadline, if you're at four and seven, you've got a chance. Obviously, if you have a better record than that, you've got a chance. If you're at three and eight, it's probably over. If you're at four and seven and you lose this week, you're probably toast. So if you're a four and seven team right now, you still have the opportunity to do that. Uh, some inactives today to be aware of. Jimmy Graham, Terrence Marshall, again, not some of the biggest names you're used to. Uh, shout out to our guy, Zach, here. At Rivers Casino Resort, he noted that Darius Slayton, even with that neck injury, is active today. Slayton was listed as doubtful. Damian Pierce for the Texans. I don't know how many how much run he's going to get today because Singletary has been fantastic for the Texans. But Pierce active. Rashad White, who by the way, now saying this out loud, I'm pretty sure I had him as my fantasy versus reality play. I want that back now. He is active for the Bucks today as I talk myself through the Edmonds stuff. So some not-so-maybe marquee names, Justin Jefferson likely out. I believe Zach back in studio has seen those reports that he's not going to be playing. So, again, this is where we are in the fantasy football world. You have some impact players that are likely in your lineup. You might have had a third to 25% of your team already scoring this week. Just be prepared for some last-minute adjustments and really know lineup shifting moves so far with about an hour away from the 1 o'clock kickoffs. What a weird world it is that when you mentioned uh, Damian Pierce is going to play, um, I was like, well, you know, D'Amico Ryan's a hell of a coach. He'll figure out the right way to use everybody. The Texans are in a position now where they have a coach that I have total faith in. That's, wow. <laughs> wow. 
All right, um, there's your fantasy nuggies. Let's go ahead and start breaking down these 1 o'clock games. We're getting these spreads directly from BetRiversNY.com because, well, we're hanging out at Rivers Casino and Resort. So, uh, all right, here you go, guys. The 1 o'clock window, we start off in Houston with those Texans. They host the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a one-and-a-half-point favorite as the Jags with a total of 48. Star this game. Remember this game. We might reference this a little later before we sign off at 1 o'clock. But here's my take about Jags-Texans. This is the most important game today. Yes, it is Thanksgiving weekend. We've had a bunch of marquee games. And the most important game when we talk about playoff scenarios and playoff projections and is Texans Jaguars. Okay. I'm going to lean towards the Jags. I like the over more than any other play in this game. I would take the over as my first play. I would take Jacksonville because they've been there before. They're a little bit more of a veteran team. No shot to Houston and how great they're playing. But over I like a lot more. Almost made my C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Over and then Jacksonville would be my two plays in that game. And the most impactful game of any game today, which is so weird to say out loud. It's kind of a a little bit of hyperbole going right there, I feel no, like. No, it's not. Star it. Astrid, remember that when we break down the rest of the games, if I was right about right. Jags-Texans. Uh, I kind of echo what you're saying. Um, the Texans have been amazing. Uh, Jags got it right against Tennessee. They got stomped by San Fran. Everybody's getting stomped by San Fran now that they're healthy, but I don't love how bad they got stomped for how good of a team they should be. But I think, I think I'm with you. I definitely love the over. Um, I like Jacksonville, which means everyone should bet Houston as fast as they possibly can because we both agree, not a good sign. <laughs> uh, moving on to the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Saints are a two-point favorite. The total is 42. Whew, wow, what a different game this is than what I thought it was going to be when the season started. I looked at the, the, the Falcons were a team that under Artie Smith, the old Artie Farty, I thought were going to uh, continue to get better and better. The, I thought the Saints were, were going to be really, really good. Carr seems scared to throw the deep ball. Um, somehow, I just think this is lined up. It, it's two points at home for the Falcons. They want you to bet the Falcons is what it feels like to me. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to lay the two points. Uh, not for a lot of cash. Like This isn't a pink panty bet, but anything you're going to do with it better be right around that range. I'm convinced that if we go back through our stats of the season of teams we've had the most success wagering for or against, I'm willing to say the Falcons have made me look the smartest of NFL teams. Again, both sides. For that's, not, the, I mean, that's not an easy job. For or against the Falcons. Uh, so, with that being said, I think New Orleans wins this game, for, but for the second consecutive game, this is an overplay for me at 42. And here is my favorite play of the entire week when we talk about fantasy. Uh, A.T. Perry. Again, this is much deeper leagues. 12 teams, 14 <laughs> team leagues. If you don't know who A.T. Perry is, A.T. Perry. <laughs> then you're not related to him. A.T. Perry played for Wake Forest. He tore it up at Wake Forest. He was a fantastic player, 6'3 and a Basketball half. player? Uh, a football player. Oh. He probably should have played. He tore uh, He tore it up in the ACC, especially Syracuse. He is on this team. He was a sixth-round pick by the Saints. He has barely played this season. I have done an A.T. Perry over 39 yards. An A.T. Perry touchdown anytime for plus 275. A.T. Perry is the play, and he is going to do great for you in fantasy. I don't think you're going to need him. I do in two leagues. That shows you how my fantasy season has gone. But that's the play here, an overplay for Saints-Falcons. I like the Saints, and I like A.T. Perry, the big man from Wake, to have a huge game on the outside. I also like Katie Perry. 
Um, I don't know who A.T. Perry is. I assume it's her alter ego or something of, of, of that, that nature. Uh, moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite while they travel to Cincinnati to take on the Burrowless Bengals. The total is 36-and-a-half points. Guys, what you got? I felt a lot more confident about this game until about five minutes ago off the air. Zach Harris got in our ear and was breaking down the game, and I'm like, I don't disagree with what he's saying. And I've been 2-0 and with random picks before. I'm, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. And last week I really wanted to take Pittsburgh, and I walked off it. I think that was the right call by me in that. But I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this game because Burrow's injured. And I won't let Zach give his take yet about that game. I know his picks are coming up later, but I'll give him a li- one flower. Not flowers, just a simple rose to Zach Harris back in studio for his take, making me swap my call on this game. No Burrow. I would think they ex- this number would be like three and a half, four, that the Steelers would be favored by. So the fact that I'm getting is two and a half, doesn't feel right. Somehow, someway, I think the Bengals get this done. So give me the Bengals. I'll take the two and a half points. Hopefully, before right before game time, it's up to three with any luck. But uh, two and a half points with the Bengals. I just there's something about it. You know what I think is going to happen? Uh, Jake Browning. He's going to go out there. He's going to play okay. But at some point, he comes off the field, and the man who will never retire, AJ McCarron, comes out, slings the rock for the Bengals, and beats <laughs> the Steelers. AJ McCarron. Leads the leads the bang, the Burles Bengals to a win uh, over the Steelers at home. I, I don't know why. It's just I, the game I'm looking at. Just for some reason, Steelers I thought would be a bigger favorite than they are. Don't make no sense to me. So I got to get out of it. Uh, moving on, the Carolina Panthers are three and a half point favorites in Tennessee against the Titans with a total of 36. Guys, I'll, I'll, I don't want to bet the side on on this one. I will take the under, and I will take. Uh, God, is this terrible. A, is this a terrible. rare pass from LeVac? I'm not going to pass because that's okay. not what we do here. Oh, okay. But I will tell you that I would bet the under if I was going to bet anything on this game under 36. I will, um, I'm going to take the Panthers plus three and a half. I just think they got to they got to show some backbone here and there. Maybe they lose this game by a field goal. Should be Tennessee, but I think Vrabel's on his way out. Maybe the next head coach of Ohio State. Um, I, I just there's something about this this game that just doesn't. This week right now, to be honest with you, does not compute to me. So uh, I'll take the points, but I like the under. Carolina stinks. Carolina's not good. Carolina wants to be good in 2024. They're not there yet. They are the worst team in the NFL because they're so young and the roster's changing and a head coach. They've got a lot of excuses of why they're bad this season. Tennessee's the play. However, I will take Tennessee. That's that's the side. I think the under's a good play, too. Tennessee, if they're not good in this game, will be approaching the Chargers and the Falcons of, will I walk up and place a bet here at Rivers Casino and Resort on the Tennessee Titans and feel good about it? Anytime you wager on the Chargers or the Falcons, at least in my mind, I never feel good about it. If Tennessee is not good today, you are now in the club of, I will never feel confident wagering on this team on any weekend ever. Bryce Young's got to go into this game a little, put his back up a little bit, right? Like, because you get outplayed by Will Levis. Now you're the number one quarterback pick, and you're getting smoked by a dude who went in the second round. Yeah. He's got to bow up. I don't know why he's. No, no, I know the answer to this. I was going to say, why is he not taking more heat for how good C.J. Stroud has been? But that, that's the answer. Like, if Bryce Young was horrible and C.J. Stroud was really good, then it would be like, okay, they made the wrong choice. But Bryce Young's been 
average, below average, some sometimes good, sometimes it's just eh. CJ Stroud's been historically great. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if the the criticism for Bryce Young isn't as loud as because of He's going up against someone who's never been this good as a rookie quarterback ever in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I, I, and it, but I'm saying, like, if, if, if Levis beats you, if, if, if you lose to Levis. Then the criticism's a lot louder. Then that take I just had is not going to be existing anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going it's to be, be a problem. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Indianapolis, taking on the Colts. Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite total, 44-and-a-half guys. If you like your Buccaneers, you're getting two and a half. Love it. Love the Bucks in this game. Love the over. Levac knows me. I am not a big over play. I, that's like one of my least plays is playing the over because a lot has to happen. You have to really, especially the professional level, you have to have some things go wrong or great quarterback play or really good matchups to hit those overs. Some people are the over gang all the time. The Colts defense has not been good against the run. Now, even though White's banged up, he's active. We mentioned early in the fantasy Nuggets that Edmonds is going to get some touches as well. So a good matchup for Tampa. Baker Mayfield played about as good as he could against San Francisco. He gets a softer Colts defense in this matchup. Indianapolis, although they've gone through some injuries and struggles, the offense, especially the offensive line, okay, pretty good, not so bad. So give me the Bucks in a win and give me the over in this play in this one. Um, Mr. Closer just came through. There he is. <laughs> um, I, I got to tell you, this is one of those ones where I look at it and I'm like, Tampa Bay's not bad enough to be getting points at Indy without a quarterback. And then I look at the quarterbacks, and this is the matchup of the I love this quarterback for no reason. Baker Mayfield versus Gardner Minshew. This is the matchup of all matchups. Like, like this, is, um, this is Chase Daniels versus Mike Glennon. These are the guys who aren't good enough to be starters, but every single fan of theirs will, will rally behind sure. them and tell you why they should be starting over Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Gardner Minshew, Captain Jorts versus Baker Mayfield, the only guy who can look fat in a T-shirt going like after, after training camp. I think the Buccaneers are, um, are fool's gold on this one. I'm going to oh. take the Colts. I think the Colts are, are showing us that they have a championship roster if they have a quarterback that stays healthy all year. I think they, they're getting there. They're really, really close. They've got so many pieces that they can go out there, they can beat you, they can, they can bloody your nose and beat you. I think in the, in the battle of the, uh, I wish that was my starting quarterback when you're drunk, I'm going to go with, uh, with Uncle, Uncle Rico, Gardner Minshew, Captain Mustache, as, as, the, as the, the victor in today's game. Give me the Colts. Just to tell that comparison of the battle of I wish that was my quarterback if I was drunk. Minshew and Baker sort of look alike, and I'm talking like the 5 o'clock shadow beard, the uh, charismatic following as you the described interceptions. it as. The uh, And Delia, uh, our female perspective here on the show, just, I was going to ask her this, and maybe it's better if you're listening right now off of this take of, I've, I'm not on dating apps, but I would assume if I'm a female and then like Baker Mayfield popped up and then Gardner Minshew, you'd start looking at the app and you do I have a type? Like, what is this <laughs> algorithm? Why does every guy look exactly the same here at one thirty in the morning? No, it's not the vodka and soda. It's the algorithm. No, it's like, you know, instead of getting Prince Charming, everyone is Prince Charming's friend. <laughs> that's what you get. So you, you, that's what you've done to yourself. All right, last game in the 1 o'clock window. The New England Patriots are going to MetLife to dig on the New York football Giants. Giants are a four-and-a-half-point favorite with your boy Tommy DeVito at quarterback, a total of 35. This, for me, guys, is a loser-leave-town match because, well, here's the deal. Your boy Tommy DeVito is on a 
$44,000 a game contract. No signing bonus, no nothing. The Jets, the Giants are the same team at this point. The Giants can cut him loose and lose nothing. Bill Belichick is known for destroying rookie quarterbacks. This is a, he's he should be salivating over this matchup. If they don't cover the four and a half, if they don't win this game, that is the, all the proof I will need that Bill Belichick has already he's already pushed the chips in. He's done. He doesn't want to be here anymore. He has given up on this team. If the Giants don't win. Well, Tommy DeVito, you make it to finish the season, make your forty-four grand a year, but save that money because you're going to be living on mom's couch a long time. This is a classic example. We've gotten these, I think, probably three or four times in the 12 weeks we've done this, a classic game of if you don't wager on football, this seems so obvious, but then you look at the line and you reconsider what you're actually looking at. We've had uh, the Jets and the Raiders game was I think, the most prime example of this this season. This might be number two in comparison. Because oh, this is number two, all right. Because for me, this seems to be such an obvious play for the Patriots. Because of everything that we know storyline-wise, which, which you touched on there about DeVito and his real future for the Giants and what Belichick does against rookies, this is so obviously New England. I would take New England. My play here is New England. But I would lean towards pass before New England. And the only reason I would say stay away from this game, and Giant fan, I'm not trying to... Hate on you. You feel like this is a game you can win because of how good you played against Washington. Because Giants fans don't want to win this game. And there you and Levac, that's exactly it. This is going to be a dive match. You said loser leaves town. They're both rolling over for the pin, and they're like slowly kicking out of two. They're both laying on their back. Will you pin me already? Please, you pin me. I want to lose. Yeah, I I just barely punched you. If Belichick doesn't. You know, navigate some kind of defensive scheme that turns DeVito over three to five times. He's not Belichick anymore. He wants out. Ah, uh, so there it is, right? Like if Belichick, pl- I love that. I love that storyline about this game because let's say Belichick goes that way, right? Like second quarter, ah, something. I do what you want. I don't care. Something's real weird about the I'm game. I'm on to Washington. We don't play Washington. No, I'm going to coach there. Like a wide receiver's played quarterback. Like Belichick's yeah. running down the clock and not using timeouts when they're losing. If something bizarre, he brought your boy Mac back. He did. Macaroni Jones is back. If something weird starts happening in the game, and you can clearly tell, like this is not how Belichick coaches. What's going on? I'm more interested about the Boston New England media because we referenced. Oh, this they're one. already evil anyway. And there we go. Like we referenced this a few weeks ago that if this is the way this game plays out, this reminds me of Doug Peterson's final days in Philly, where. Doug Peterson will step back and be like, hey, whoa, whoa, Philly fan, I helped you guys get better. Howie Roseman got the picks. Like, I w- Why am I getting fired? Like, I made this for- – I should be here. And maybe he's not wrong about that take. But that same thing, even though Peter uh, Doug Peterson is nowhere close to being as close as Belichick when it comes to legacy, I wonder how the Boston media treats if Belichick takes a dive today or uh, uses a strategy to not win. I'm fascinated by if that plays out. And by the way, I think it could. I would. That's why I didn't touch this game. I'm curious of how that all goes down. Interesting. We, listen on our sister station, Picks 106 today. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So we got a short four o'clock window. We're going to go ahead and pick those: the Sunday night and the Monday night game coming up. We also have your C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge coming up as well, live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. It is Levac Gas on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday. Right here on LeVac and Goss. This holiday season, Capital One reminds you to give yourself the gift of 1.5% cash back with the Capital One Quicksilver card. Can I earn 1.5% cash back on birds? Birds? What if you sent your true love to turtle doves plus a partridge in a pear tree? Sure, but why would anyone want that? The song was very convincing. Earn 1.5% cash back on all your holiday purchases with the Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Nobody rocks the holidays like Mayfair Jewelers. Our rock stars hit the stage with lab-grown diamonds with maximum brilliance. Indistinguishable from earth-grown diamonds. We are at half the price of most local jewelers and major online sellers. We cut out the middleman and import these diamonds directly from the growers overseas. Right now, when you spend $500 at Mayfair Jewelers, get a pair of tickets to TSO November 29th while supplies last. Mayfair Jewelers, Latham and Glenville, lab-grown diamonds. Expert advice. Rockstar Pricing. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath. Fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms. Irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go. But the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit NoTimeToWait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. The free iHeartRadio app is your home for the holidays. Open the app and click on the holiday banner or search iHeartHoliday and start listening to your local holiday station. Plus stations playing all kinds of holiday music, Christmas classics, Christmas jazz, country R&B, tons of playlists, even podcasts. Yay! Our gift to you, the perfect holiday soundtrack. Join the millions of listeners on the iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Gaz. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Live inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort. Get ready for all the NFL action. We just gave you the 1 o'clock window. Now I'll give you our spin on the 4 o'clock games. Gaz, 4 o'clock. Cleveland Browns at 
Denver Broncos. The Broncos are a uh, one and a half point favorite. Total of thirty seven and a half pounds of goose poop outside of mile high. I mean, um, of points uh, scored in this game. Who you like? One more time on that. You said one and a half Denver's favorite. Denver's a one and a half point favorite over the Brownies with a thirty seven and a half point total. I don't like it. I don't like. Cleveland's the play. I will take Cleveland as the dog in this game, and I've woof woof about the dog pound and everything else. That line jumped out to me because I know Denver's playing a lot better, and they got that win in interesting fashion against Minnesota. I just say that because it felt like Minnesota's game to win in that game. I'll take Cleveland because they've been better, but boy, that is the stinkiest line of Week 12 for me is that Denver number. I will still take Cleveland, though. Yeah, I I got to tell you, I, I, I see the stink the opposite way of you i feel like denver is better than people are giving them credit for and that is why this line makes no sense to me i thought they should be a, a more a bigger favorite home it should be a three-point favorite home um the browns you, you got that win over pittsburgh i don't think pittsburgh's that good i don't think pittsburgh's that good at all like i think their offense is pedestrian their defense has stars and can play well when they need to but i just i don't think they're the team that people think they are uh so give give me the Broncos, I think that Peyton is starting to right the ship. He's starting to get people where they need to be. If you've got Denver or Cleveland, well, first of all, if you have Cleveland as a fantasy defense, good for you. But if you've got Denver somewhere floating around in a league, this feels like one of these games that's going to be odd, like a turnover in a red zone, a pick six. And I feel like I do that with these teams every week with Cleveland and Denver. And it's true, especially with these things. Yes, this is a very odd game, but well, we're a little split it's on it. Also, yeah. like if if you like Cleveland, you bet the under. If you like Denver, you bet the over. Because I do feel like the Denver offense is starting to get their act together. So why is the total so low? Yet Denver is the favorite. It's it's a weird game. Uh, again, I'll take the Broncos. I might I might take a stab at the over. If I feel like it really depends how I do in the 1 o'clock window. Uh, coming into the Cardinals home at that beautiful, beautiful place in the desert. They're a three-point favorite hosting the Rams. Rams are now a three-point dog. I believe they opened as a uh, – I'm sorry. Rams are now a three-point favorite. I believe they opened as a one-point favorite. They've bet up 45.5 points is the total. I love the Rams here. I think the Cardinals are poop, and I think they know it. I think Kyler Murray's playing Modern Warfare. I think – the rest of the team is already uh, putting in deposits on jet skis and whatever they're going to do on their vacation. Give me the Rams. I also like the Rams. I could see this being a three-point game. I could see this potentially being close in the fourth quarter. Every single week, from week one to week 12, I've become an Arizona Cardinal defender. They stink. (laughs) They're not good. But here I sit again on week 12, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time with it. I've done it 11 weeks in You're a row. You're one of the biggest Kyler Murray haters, too. I am. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. But every week I come on and tell you why you should take the Cardinals with the points. I don't think it's been as beneficial as I think for myself, reflecting now. <laughs> so I will take the Rams because the Rams did win last week and they helped me cash a bet. Chiefs are traveling to Vegas. The Raiders are getting nine points at home at the at the Giant Roomba. Uh, 42.5 point total. Another over for me in this game. I like Kansas City, especially with what happened over the past week, where the offense for the Chiefs, even though they lost that game to Philly, how many points did they leave on the board? Drop touchdowns, drop first downs. The other reflection on that game, too, is the weather. Like, it played a factor in that game. That could be the easy excuse. Hey, Kansas City did not put off enough points because of the weather. Great. 
I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the over. I think your Raider offense, even though they may lose this game by double digits, the offense is improving. Is it where it needs to be at Week 12? Probably not. But to me, it feels like a more focus on Jacobs. Adams and O'Connell are building a little bit of something on the outside. I know the defense with Crosby is more of a strength of this team, but I would lean towards an over in this game as well. See, I, you know me. I'm very, I'm very timid. I have a lot of trepidation when it comes to taking the Raiders, but I do look at this. This is a, this is a Chiefs team that doesn't necessarily blow teams out, and this is a Raiders team that is different now. They are playing for Antonio Pierce. They believe in him. They are home. The black hole is going to be a rocking. Max Crosby has every right to sit this game out, and he says he's playing. The Condor is a madman. He's absolutely insane. I don't think he owns shirts. Off the, I mean, he's he's the new J.R. Smith. He doesn't wear shirts outside of when he's forced to. Um, at, at J.K., our guy, K.O. Burns, he's saying, hey, I'm on your Raiders today. I'm having more and more people say, I'm on your Raiders. Nine points is too many. Raiders will cover. God forbid they might even win this game. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about the total, but Raiders plus nine feels like a sweet, sweet, sweet number to me. Give me, give me my Raiders. Let me have this weekend where Michigan wins on Saturday and the Raiders win on Sunday. I, I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm feeling some kind of way about my football teams now. The autumn wind is a Raider. All right. Final game in the four o'clock window, guys. The Buffalo Bills are headed to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Bills are getting two and a half on the road. The total is forty-eight and a half. I love the over. I think this thing is going to go screaming over. Um, I think this is a spot where the Bills uh, bow up a little bit. Keep this game within three. Keep maybe, maybe it's a two-point game. Maybe just maybe the Bills win this football game. I think you're seeing the Bills kind of get a little resurgence and figure out what they're doing. I think the change to Joe Brady, offensive coordinator, has. Mr. Josh Allen playing within himself. He is a winning quarterback when he plays the right way. I could see them sneaking in and getting a little a little a little nip, a little bite of this Eagles team. They can do everything the Jets did when the Jets beat them and more. So give, give me the Bills in this one plus a two and a half. Let me give you a classic a classic sports talk radio question. I, I'm sure we did it today. Who is the game more important for? Buffalo or Philly? And usually that question's kind of close. Like I gave you two reasons on this side, two reasons on this. This is so much more significantly important for Buffalo than it is for Philly because of the AFC playoff picture. Because if we pulled up a graphic right now and threw it up on the TV of the teams that are in the postseason, Buffalo's logo doesn't pop up. They need to win this game. I'm not saying it's a must win. No, no, no. I have to win? It, uh, you know what? Yes. I'll, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do one of Levesque's. It is a have to win for Buffalo. On the opposite side of this for Philly, let's look at what Philly could do if they lose this game. Okay, Let's say they lose to Buffalo. The remainder of their schedule looks like this. The Niners and the Cowboys, obviously tough teams. Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. They're going to win those last four easy. So the more important game, no doubt, for Philly comes against Dallas and San Francisco. But even if Philly loses this game and goes to 9-2, and two, nothing changes for Philly. Like, they prep for the San Francisco game, which I want to be the NFC title game, and that's a big-time round for a game. So, in Dallas. So, if you're an Eagle fan and you want the Eagles to get a bye, those two games coming up the next two weeks are far more important than this Buffalo game. There's also some Eagle fans, depending on matchups and how you view the overall bye in the first round, they probably don't even, I know this sounds outrageous, but there is a percentage of people that don't want to buy. 
They're like, guys, go look what happened in the postseason in baseball. Go look what happened in 2012's NFL playoffs when the top seeds got knocked off on field goals. I always would say advance to the next round that improves your odds to win a championship, especially last year we saw the top two seeds get to the Super Bowl. This is not a big deal for Philly. Uh, I'm taking the Bills as well, but I'm going to throw that back to Zach Harris. Zach, you are the Philly fan on the show. You are an Eagles fan. Am I a little bit too much of giving your Eagles a pass this week? How do you feel about this game taking on the team from Western New York? Every game's a must-win. I don't know if you play football to lose. You play football to win. So every game's a must-win. And ultimately, I think this game is more important for Buffalo because, you know, they're hovering right around 500. With a loss, they're closer to 500 than they are to anything. You know, they're going to be 6-6. and So this is a more important game for Buffalo. All right. All right. So, but you're picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, well, right. I think I got my own team. That's right. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the Sunday night game, you've got the Baltimore Ravens at the Chargers. Ravens are a three-point favorite. The total is 48 points. Guys, who you got? Ravens all day. I hope that we get another exciting Sunday game. I think these quarterbacks will be always entertaining. You know, I love Herbert. You know, I love Lamar Jackson. Should be an entertaining game, but I will take Baltimore. And I'll give you this storyline if you want it. I know I did the storyline with the Jets a few weeks ago. If you want Brandon Staley fired, tonight could be your night because he'll stand alone. If he does something stupid, it'll be the talk on NBC. It'll be the talk on Monday. Charger fan, you never want to root against your team. You don't want your team to lose. But if you don't like Brandon Staley, tonight's the night you hope he punts. No, on like third down or he doesn't punt on a fourth and seven at his own 30. Tonight's the night you hope he bombs the test. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, this is why one of my fantasy versus reality picks. The Ravens are, are one of the, my favorite teams in the NFL this year, the way they're playing football. Uh, and the Chargers are frauds. And I think, to your point about Staley, at this point, like I don't think you ever – you never want somebody to get fired. But if you're playing against teams in the NFL, there's probably a little bit of a dust your shoulder off if you're the team that put the final nail in the coffin. And I think the Ravens will play like that tonight. Give me the Ravens. I'll lay the three points. Probably, I don't know, that 48 seems pretty high, which means probably take the over. Monday Night Football, closing this week out. you got a Dub Bears at the Vikings. Vikings three-point favorite. Total of 44. I have waffled on this game like my name was Gaz. Um, I, Minnesota should win this game, but the Bears play better with fields. They really, really do, and I think Eberflus is coaching for his job. Meanwhile, we know that Vikings are pretty much set where they are. Um, I, I, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Bears. Um, no, nothing crazy on this one, but I think the Bears will at least at least keep the thing a field goal game. It's probably a push, to be perfectly honest with you. I wanted this line to be seven and a half or <laughs> six and a half. I did because I would. Well, back what you said about the Bears is exactly right. Like that number at three is not right. Like, there was so many other spots where, like, Minnesota's better. They've played better. They've been more disciplined. They're a better roster. Games at home for Minnesota in front of a crowd that wants a postseason berth. That number three jumped out to me. Divisional game. Chicago would be my play. I could see, a, like you said, a push. I could see this as a game winner. Minnesota wins late, keeps it competitive. Chicago. I will say this about Chicago, though. If they were, like, six and seven, or, excuse me, five and six, if they were kind of good, this would be an easy play for me for Chicago. If you're a really bad team, week in and week out, I don't want to wager on you. I don't. 
Like, I don't want to lose my money on bad teams. This is a perfect example of Chicago's bad. Am I going to go down with you because you're bad? I would I would take Chicago, but it feels like exactly I have the same read as you, a game winner for Minnesota and takes you to push to push land, which no one ever wants to go to. Buy, you know what? Buy a hook? Three and a half? They're spending more money on a game you're not confident about. Okay. I don't know. Um, I mean, listen, you got one guy who played at Ohio State, so he can't be that smart. The other guy who could have been an astronaut. I mean, you probably should just take the Vikings, but points and whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we are live here inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort. Just a reminder, um, I told you that that Ravens pick was my third and uh, final fantasy versus reality pick. That brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Great beer specials during football. Of course, the amazing Hooters girls. Uh, a great variety of wings and everything under the sun there as well. Yes, under the orange roof. You want to enjoy the action all week long. Support our friends at Hooters. Also, make sure to follow them on social media. They do a great job updating the great things that you can enjoy, whether it's UFC fights, having a great time with your friends, and more. Check out our friends. we got some cool things coming up, hopefully, to announce with you very soon in coming in December involving our friends under the orange roof. That's, uh, that's the thing right there. Coming up, we give you the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Who's doing what? Where are the picks? We understand there's some, some movement in the standings. Uh, that is all next right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80. Bull Rider, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. LeVac and Guys here. And listen, we understand you got to be smart about your energy. And sometime regular energy, not enough. You need ultimate energy. And that's where C4 comes into play. I love the ultimate energy. I'm a caffeine guy. I've been drinking caffeine a long time. I need that extra boost. So many good flavors, too. The Arctic Snow Cone, the ooh, Orange Slice. The, the Fruit Punch. Ooh, the Blood Orange. Whatever gets you started in the day, whatever your favorite flavor is, make sure it's a C4. Tastes good and gives you that burst that you can get through the day with. Love me some C4. Try a C4 Ultimate or C4 Smart Energy today at Speedway. Hey, it's Doug. The holiday season's already begun here at WGY. Right now, you can donate to our 44th annual Christmas Wish Presented by Curtis Lumber, Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children thanks to caring WGY listeners like you. Right now, you can donate by heading to WGY.com or the iHeartRadio app. And don't forget, listen on Friday, December 8th for our annual live show where we take calls with your charitable donation all morning. It's the 44th annual Christmas Wish thanks to Curtis Lumber on WGY. Nobody rocks the holidays like Mayfair Jewelers. Our rock stars hit the stage with lab-grown diamonds with maximum brilliance. Indistinguishable from earth-grown diamonds. We are at half the price of most local jewelers and major online sellers. We cut out the middleman and import these diamonds directly from the growers overseas. Right now, when you spend $500 at Mayfair Jewelers, get a pair of tickets to TSO November 29th while supplies last. Mayfair Jewelers, Latham and Glenville. Lab-grown diamonds. Expert advice. Rockstar pricing. Texting enrolls you in a recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent are required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. 
The team's looking good this season. I think so. Man, I miss playing football. Being young with unlimited energy to burn ever since I turned 40. I just can't find that fire I used to have. Think you could be lower testosterone? What do you mean? All guys lose their edge when they turn 40. The body has less testosterone. That's why I take Nugenics Total T. I've heard about Nugenics. That really works? Since I started taking Nugenics, I'm lifting like when we played for Coach Carter. I feel more energized at work. It's even spiced up things between me and the missus. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? Yep, send a text. It's that easy. Text HEFTY to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. It's the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and they'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, their newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text H-E-F-T-Y to 42424. That's HEFTY to 42424. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thinning hair is normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. Once I started taking Nutrafol, I could visibly see my hair get thicker. It made my hair stronger. Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. You've got nothing to lose and everything to grow. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. This time of year, big box tool stores start to sell a whole bunch of not tools. From dancing Santas to plastic trees. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we'd rather sell you a four-horsepower chainsaw fitted with a full chisel chain to cut down your own tree. And we have wood chippers come January. Because, you know, mulch. We're cutting prices on your favorite brands this holiday season. Save on Milwaukee, Ingersoll Rand, and Metal Tech in-store or at northerntool.com. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live inside Van Slicks. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things, uh, and I say favorite very loosely about Gaz, is your love of Justin Herbert. <laughs> um, you, you talk about the stats, and, and I tell you that they mean nothing. And Adam Schefter has just validated me. Uh, since the Chargers drafted Justin Herbert in 2020, they are 30 and 30. Those 60 games, the Chargers have scored 1,508 points and given up 1,507 points. What a waste! That's like Philip Rivers. I would like to see Rivers' stats in that same time period. I know. I think that's more yeah, of a franchising than a Herbert. I don't thing. think you were like in love with Rivers the way you are with Herbert. Oh, he's the greatest! Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so good, mm-hmm. especially. And then I was like, "Dude, what do you do? What well, he ain't done none." If you didn't have a t- none. if you didn't have a teenager coaching his team with a Madi controller, we'll find out soon enough. Jim Harbaugh will be running the show, and no, we all appreciate him. J H, as I call him. I don't know if Harbaugh's gonna have to go anywhere, and if he does, it might. You know, I've heard bears, the bears. All right.